0: Live from New York, it's the show that is habit-forming, but in a good way. It's first things oh. first. Oh, oh it's so right. congratulatory. No, I'm saying it's habit-forming. Oh, sure. Today, good. Brock, out for six months. Why one person here thinks there's a chance that Brady is headed to the Bay. Meanwhile, Ooh. Nets over Lakers and LeBron in the Garden tonight. It's the wrong guard. That's a Boston guard. Why LeBron could quietly jump over two legends tonight. Not literally, figuratively. And finally, Luca Hoham. another 50-point game, and talking to the Pistons coaching staff, which are dressed as villains from the start of <laughs> Alongside Chris Broussard, I'm Kevin Wilds. Nick, Yeah. your guy is upset at the coaching staff now. Done
2: yeah. with the players. I think he is the number one draft pick of don't want to make him angry in the league. I think he's the number one draft pick. Yeah, it was two through 10. Number two is Giannis. Number three, we don't have time. We'll get
0: into it. All right, this. sorry. Yeah, yeah That's
4: number an one interesting. draft pick. Yeah. I can't wait you to think, to think those on that. Tears. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we start with. <clears> the <throat> Nassus is up there for me. The Arrowhead Invitational <laughs> Aftermath. <laughs> Chiefs GM and committee fan Brett We're <laughs> into the show. Weighed in on Mahomes' resume. Take a listen. He's incredible, and then. I mean, people don't realize how hurt he was. Um, I mean, we all saw the injury. I mean, it was,
2: I mean, high ankles are, are terrible injuries, and sometimes guys miss two, three weeks, and he was out there and running for a first down and, or a, a big play in the game
0: that got us in field range, and obviously with the, with the late hit there that put us in range. But, um, you know, it just adds to his late, already great legacy. It's a good take. Here's the legacy, quickly. MVP, AFC Championship, Super Bowl. Made Super Bowl. Who did this? What? Made Super Bowl, I wonder, Josh. I Josh made Super, What they cancel it that year? Made Super Bowl. Couldn't have put lost. Come on. Made Super Bowl. Made it. This is a horrible graphic. We should restart the show. Made. Come on. Uh, Facing the Eagles. I think Nick made it. I, mean, I, I didn't he make it. He put
4: it. Josh up to it. How about that?
0: Go ahead. Is there a I question know, you want ask?
2: to ask? I'm not participating anymore. You just want to roast our staff. How much did Mahomes' performance affect his legacy? Made the Super Bowl. <laughs> so, the original question we were going to ask was, is Patrick Mahomes already, five years in, a Hall of Famer? And we couldn't do it. Because we all said, obviously, yes. Right, right, and right. And really? it's
4: un- well, obviously, un- obviously, yeah. obviously, yes, said, if he never yes.
2: played another down of football, God forbid, uh, he would be a first ballot Hall of Famer. And so then it got us to thinking, so what is he right now? And I believe he is in the argument against any quarterback in NFL history other than Tom Brady. Good take. And so I will so first let me give you the evidence, then let me give you my opinion. Okay. The evidence is this. We've shown it to you earlier this week, but I'll show it to you again. Mahomes career playoff numbers. He's first in all of the individual stats, right? So not rings obviously, not total everything, right. but individual per game stats. He's first in everything. What about in the regular season? What do those numbers look like? Oh, yeah, he's first in everything again, including one team stat, which is the winning percentage. I know you guys are quarterback wins. I guys. like them. Which made me get to thinking, if we were to rank the all-time quarterbacks right now, no projection, just today, where does Mahomes land? So can I interest you guys in a quarterback pyramid? You no, know Oh, love wow. We're going to go 21 people deep. In the A block. Oh, as we oh, want to deep? do. So this bottom tier of guys, again, these are the top 21. These are no doubt Hall of Famers, but not what I would consider really legends. These are no doubt Hall of Fame guys, but not quite the legendary players. Warren Moon maybe could argue he's legendary for kind of more complicated reasons, but they're no doubt Hall of Famers. Then we have... Guys that, listen, Peter King tells me they were amazing, and I and plus Terry Bradshaw. So we'll show it. I know Bradshaw was great. We can show you the next rung of he guys. Was a win. Everyone else, it's Otto Graham, it's Sammy Ball, it's right, 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 right. Bart Starr, Johnny Unitas. Unitas,
4: oh, Ball. you, you got to include him. Every Sunday I was okay, watching and Ball. so
2: he <laughs> could spin it. He could spin it. And now we get to the top ten. These guys are legends here. Rogers, they all have, you know, Super Bowl MVP, league oh. MVP, championship. I think Steve Young's one of the most underrated players in league history. Okay. So now we're to the top six, and you notice I haven't yet unveiled Mahomes, but I will right now. Right alongside Elway and Dan Marino. And while I think he has an argument ahead of. Montana and Manning, I don't want to make it right now. I think Montana and Manning, at least for another 10 days, get to be ahead of him. So reveal the next two, which are obviously Manning and Montana. And we all know who's at the top. Tom Brady. So I think Patrick Mahomes right now is already one of the five greatest quarterbacks, or we could call it six greatest quarterbacks, but I would say five. One of the five greatest quarterbacks to ever live. I think it is Brady, Manning, Montana, Elway, Mahomes. And then if you, I can't really do the Johnny United Bart Starr stuff because right. I have no context for it. So that's where I land, bro.
4: Interesting. Uh, look, I'm not going to give you too much pushback. The The official top ten list, and, I, you know, this is There's NFL. List? The, remember the NFL oh, released yeah, yeah. their top 100? Yep. So they have essentially ten players in each sure. position. They gave a top ten quarterbacks. Not in order, but Brady, Montana, Johnny United, Otto Graham, Sammy Ball, Elway, Manning, uh, Peyton Manning, Starbuck, Favre, and Marino. Yeah. Now, I'm going to take – I'm going to take <laughs> – <laughs> <laughs> he's got two rings. I know, You like wins. I, yeah. He's got two Good of them. Point. All right, United's Graham, Ball, I'm going to take them out. So, sure. that leaves seven that I saw. Yep. He's definitely ahead of Rodgers. Yep. Favre. Yep. I put him ahead of Elway. And I get it that the number, Elway LA won two Super Bowls, went to five. Yep. And I get that the, and here's where you'll get pushback. Like, I wouldn't put him ahead of, obviously, Brady or Montana at this point. Uh, If he doesn't win the Super Bowl, Manning is going to be ahead of him. Peyton Manning. Sure. Sorry about that. But um, the reason, even though his numbers individually are so much better, the pushback you get, the numbers today are way better. But they don't help, hit the quarterback like they used to. They don't hit the receivers so that, like they I, that used I to. That I totally
2: agree with you. One, the, to me, the w- best way to equalize the number inflation is to look at it not in context of these guys' raw numbers versus those guys, Against but where they era. ranked in the league. Okay. So, like, Montana okay. was unbelievable, but he did not have the best numbers every year. You know yeah. what I mean? Because Dan right. Marino's right. right there. Elway rarely had the best numbers. So, even if we are, we can do it that way. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, yeah. where do yeah. you yeah. rank amongst yep. your uh, contemporaries amongst your in passing yards and touchdowns? Because even Brady
4: versus. in his 40s. His numbers, numbers are, are like better than, than, than what used to be, sure, right? So, so you got to take that in consideration. But the bottom line is, Starbuck, I put him ahead of Yep. Marino. Yep. Uh, so you got Montana, Brady, and Manning. So yes. I, I. So you've I look, got him top four all time Because here's already. the thing. Here's the thing, and, and you know, taking out the old guys. Yeah. Because Otto Graham. And, yeah. I mean, really, they were. Sure. You know, Johnny Unitas, uh, Earl Campbell, had four, maybe five great years. He's a top 10 running back of all time, according to the official list. Gale Sayers only played six years. But he was so great in those years that he's a top 10 running back officially. Brown is considered
2: maybe the best player ever. He had eight. Right, Now, that's more than Mahomes, but he had eight. And
4: they're running backs, you know, 10, 12, usually max, something like that. And obviously in baseball, Sandy Koufax played 12 years but had six phenomenal ones, won three Cy Young Awards in that last six years. And in the official. So my point is, even if your prime, let's say it's a short career, which Mahomes would have if he didn't play anymore, He's done so much, while, especially if he wins, the Super, and Wiles, if he the, wins the Super Bowl. Of course, and Wilds, If he wins the Super Bowl, NBA I, I, list it's an
2: The official NBA list of the 50 U.S. players last 50 years had Luka in the top 20 after five seasons. The official so four seasons. The official. Was that official? According it was official. Was right. oh, it, it was, was official. unauthorized. No, 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 no. I mean, it's official. It's
4: like the 31st top list. i will give you that. It's <laughs> in the top 35 of lists. Or do you have any problem with it,
2: Wild? No.
0: Here's the take. You know what? I was going through my old take file. Uh huh. I was trying to find a hot take for this segment. And I pulled one out, and it was too hot, and I and I didn't believe in it, but I want to believe in it what so is bad. It? I wanted to say if he had a losing record in the Super Bowl, it would affect his status, but I don't really believe it. Of course, I think not. it's the opposite.
4: Manning's just two and two.
0: That's the thing. Yeah, Manning's two and two. But- oh, Jim Kelly's zero and four. Everyone still says Jim Kelly's a great player. He's on my little period. El- Elway's two and three. Payton's two and. Kurt the, Warner was one and two. Pro- so if he goes one and two. I, I honestly the don't think it resume. of
2: course because again and people are able to understand this logic in every scenario except for when we talk about LeBron James. Say it's true. The problem with the oh, what if you had a losing record in the Super Bowl, is it it makes you married to this take. What if they lose in ten days? What would have been better for Mahomes? is if he had lost to the Bengals. I know. And in no scenario should your legacy be enhanced by losing a game rather than winning it. It makes no sense. It's never made sense. Now, if you want to say you only get 10% of the credit for making a Super Bowl as you do for winning it, fine. That's like an argument you can have about how big the jump should right, be by right. winning the game. But the idea that we... And that's why, and I didn't make that opening graphic, but I do think we should treat losses in the championship round as appearances because it is an accomplishment every round of the playoffs you advance and you should never be dinged for playing great and getting your team in the LeBron analogy in 2018 what he did against the Celtics 45 points playing all 48 minutes to win a game seven on the road. And then it's like, oh, you know what would have been better if he had 20 points, they lose, and then he doesn't lose another finals. It doesn't make but
4: sense. But here, here's the quick, quickly, the difference between basketball and football. In basketball, that one guy of makes course. such more. Mm. You could, as a quarterback, have a phenomenal game and lose the Super Bowl. No doubt, I saw Brady do it against yeah. the Bulls, So, I think that's the difference.
0: Okay. On the uh, other side of the ball of the AFC Championship, Zach Taylor had nothing but good things to say about Joe Burrow. Take a listen.
2: There's gonna a lot of conversation now about how much Joe Burrow is worth to the
1: franchise. Uh, how would you quantify how much he's worth, right now? Yeah. yeah, fortunately, um, I don't have to put that <laughs> to put that on paper. You know, in terms of what that is, that's just the, the business we're in right now. Um, he's everything we want to be about. He he is a hard worker. Um, he cares about his teammates. He cares about where he's from, Ohio. Um, this fan base. I think he represents us the right way. And so we take a lot of pride in having Joe Burrow as our quarterback.
0: Brew, do you expect Burrow to be back in the AFC championship next year?
1: Well look,
4: like Joe Burrow, I care about where I'm from, Ohio. Okay. So I know I know I'm the I know who they nation is like. Bru, are you with us or not? Yeah. Right? But I can't commit to saying Joe Burrow's definitely gonna be in the AFC Championship game. Now. I'm not ready to write off Josh Allen and the Bills. I'm not ready to write off Lamar Jackson and the Ravens if he goes mm. back there. Tua in Miami, Nick will be interesting, and I can't wait to see Kellen Moore with Justin Herbert with the Chargers. So, look, they, he's obviously a phenomenal player, but the greats, Nick. I guess other than Mahomes, they don't always get to well, the third round the of the playoffs, that's, even if they're great, especially
2: back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. So as right. far as making three straight Final Fours, three straight conference championship games, Elway never did it. He went to five Super Bowls, never did it. Peyton Manning never did it. Tom Brady Did not do it until the 2010s. When they won those three Super Bowls in four years and had an undefeated season, they never made the conference championship game three years in a row. Rodgers never did it. Breeze never did it. Russell Wilson, who we thought was in the midst of a potential dynasty in Seattle, never did it. It is wildly difficult to get to this game three straight years. and. The point that I was trying to make yesterday with the Bengals is forget the fact they have to re-sign their entire secondary and make a decision on T. Higgins and pay Joe Burrow, all those things. In the last dozen years, the Chiefs or the Patriots have been one half of the AFC Championship game every single year. One of those years, they were both halves of it. So there was 11 spots available. Those 11 spots twice went to Baltimore, twice went to Denver, twice went to Cincinnati, one went to Pittsburgh, one went to Indy, one went to Tennessee, one went to Jacksonville. Mm. So the idea... That you are just—it's going to be your birthright. You're just going to be there, especially when the conference we all believe that is the strongest is the AFC. As far as I don't even know if it's fair to say strongest, out of respect to what Philly's able to do, but the deepest, the one with the most potential contend contenders. You didn't, and we can talk about the AFC and not even mention like what if Jacksonville makes a leap? What if? Deshaun Watson gets it together in Cleveland. Right, no, I I like Cleveland. To be y- honest, you, on, you know what I, I mean. mean not, well, to from, get, not to get there. The from, I'm from
4: Cleveland. Yeah. Of so course, helps. but but look, you're right. Look at Cleveland. No, I mean, you got Miles Garrett, you got Nick Chubb, you know. You see if Deshaun can get it it together. Absolutely.
0: Lamar played 12 games, had 17 touchdowns. Deshaun played six games, had seven touchdowns. Mm -hmm. What about Kenny P? You're from the Pittsburgh area. (laughs) 13 games, seven touchdowns. And I I know Burrow is supposed to be the king of that uh, division, but I don't know those guys are going to be all better. That's a
2: tough division. It's a brutal division, which is why these opportunities, man, because the and again the Chiefs aren't going to make it twelve years in a row. They're, the Patriots made it eight years in a row. It's an unbelievable accomplishment, right? I don't know if the Chiefs will do that. So at some point there'll be two spots available. But the Chiefs are probably going to make it seventy-five percent of the years Mahomes is playing for him, not to the Super Bowl, but to the AFC title game. Fifty percent, call it that. Right now it's at a hundred percent. There's not a lot of spots available. Hundred percent, that's pretty good. And it's and it is, which is why these opportunities. Especially when your quarterback's cheap. Buffalo had it and didn't win. Cincinnati had it, hasn't won yet, and that window's dwindling. The Chargers haven't even come close. That window's right. dwindling. The Chiefs got to two Super Bowls before Mahomes' contract kicked in. They're now on a third with the contract having kicked in. It's mm. tough, man. As okay. uh, Tom Brady headed to the bay, maybe, we discuss next. First things first. Niners trying to make a Super Bowl before Trey Lance's contract kicks in without ever pay- playing <laughs> Trey Lance.
0: I'm Alex Rodriguez. Uh, News on Brock Purdy, torn UCL. It's in your elbow. Most likely looking at surgery and a six-month recovery. Brew, I know loyalty is a key component in all mafias, including the Iowa Mafia. (laughs) Yes. Are you still riding with Brock next year?
4: Well, look, you mentioned six months. If he has to have Tommy John surgery, it could be a year or or more. So it's tough. Best case scenario. He has a surgery. He's no problem Non-Tommy with John surgery. Right. Yep. He's ready to start for training camp. Even at this point, I think you enter camp. It is a real battle. It's Brock Purdy versus Trey Lance. I was thinking before the injury, you still have somewhat of a competition for the quarterback, but Purdy is QB1, you know, theoretically, and Trey Lance has to beat him out. I think now, because you don't know how the elbow is going to be, I think you enter with a legitimate quarterback, Oof. you know, competition, and coach that might even play into the season where you're like, okay, we're going to start Purdue, we're going to start Lance, but if, if it goes south, you're, you're ready to go with the other guy. So it's going to be interesting.
1: Yeah, as terrible as, as the injury is, this fits San Francisco's whole quarterback process. Oh I mean, it's, it's amazing. They draft Trey Lance. They're trying to get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy comes back and a renegotiated contract. Suddenly he has to play because Dre Lance sure. goes down. And then Purdy ends up working out miraculously. And now it's terrible that he got injured, but it gives them an opportunity to look at both guys without really, who's going to criticize them for, for looking at both guys. Now, if Purdy had played really well in this last game, and even if they had lost but had been close, it would be a lot harder to push the Lance competition narrative in, in training camp than it is now. Right. Now they just see which guy works out and go with that.
2: All right. I, I'm going to be a little more pessimistic than the rest of the table. I'm Brock. Which, yeah. Wild, who had the most to gain by winning the Super Bowl? Do you remember my list? Yeah, Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. As I, uh, I
1: said the guy was – I was going to say Nick Wright. You know, well, I was fifth. <laughs> he was fifth. On I was fifth. <laughs> but I, I – Fifth,
2: only listen, fifth. <laughs> uh, So, listen, if he had stayed healthy and if they had won two, two more games – Two football games away, his life's changed forever. Wealth, fame, gets to be the starter next year, unquestioned, all of it. Now I'm not sure he's a named starter in the NFL again. Oh, jeez. What? Guys, guys. There's some
4: bad quarterbacks out there.
2: I, I, I understand and most of them were, you know, most of the teams with them saw Brock Purdy in the draft was like, no, nah, no thanks. Oh, You're wrong about the I don't the think draft. you can hold, hold the draft against him anymore. I, a lot of absolutely. people saw Tom Brady in the under, draft. Hold on, but like, that's, um, guys, the Tom Brady. You can't hold it against him anymore. The Tom Brady, here's, right. no, here's what I can do. I can use historical data to make future decisions. And historical data tells me that the guy who went in the seventh round, when it was like no Mr. Relevant has ever done this, no seventh-round pick has ever done this, usually it's for a reason. And I'll tell you something else. When undersized quarterbacks get hurt, I don't think it's that fluky. And I, and I feel badly for Brock Purdy as a person. But I also and all of us have seen that hit on quarterbacks our whole football lives.
1: That's not true. It, do-
2: it doesn't always make your elbow tendon snap. It just doesn't. And, and yeah, if but you're, you're telling never me know how a guy if you're can te- get hurt.
1: What? You're but, saying because he's I mean, Josh Johnson got his What I'm More telling. What, what? I'm. Yes.
2: What I am telling you is, is that guys that don't fit the athletic profile, guys that didn't look like stars in college, guys who even when they stepped in were not overwhelming you, even though the win-loss record was good, like with Jimmy G. Those guys when they then suffer a major injury to their throwing arm don't often get like okay let's make sure we 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 give him all the rope as possible sometimes this is a fork in the career road i it it's listen it sucks and i feel terribly for the guy but do i think he's going to be the niners starter next year absolutely not
1: did anybody in the world think he was going to be the niners starter this But season? they didn't
2: want to be. Okay,
1: I, look, they, but they but do a Shanahan's lot of things that they didn't want to be, ugly. and it ends up working out for them. but nobody thought he'd be the starter this year, nobody thought he'd play the way he did this year, and it's hard to say that he'll never get another opportunity, right. because they, now there's some mistakes on tape, but we've seen rookie quarterbacks were number one overall draft picks. Sure. Friend, Many of and them. Who have struggled mightily when they get their first opportunity to play. And and he, he had some struggles, but it was pretty impressive, especially considering where he came from.
4: If you're saying we don't know how he's going to come back from the injury and that's why he won't get another – that's one thing. But if you're just saying – even if he's fine, even if he's the old Brock Purdy, he doesn't get a shot. Taylor Heineke's getting shots. Like, Baker Mayfield's still getting shots. And I get it, Mayfield's right. number one, Josh but still. Johnson just got no, a right. shot. Right. Like, some I team just, will, I just, I, will look I, at him and starting. A bad team
2: that needs a QB. Real quick, it, it take me 20 seconds. Maybe mm. I misspoke or maybe it was misunderstood. I'm not saying he'll never start an NFL game again. What I'm saying is... I Much like Taylor Heineke, much like Baker is the example you used, is in right now, or Josh Johnson has been his whole career, I do not think, I think it is more likely than not, that Brock Purdy is never the, t- like, hey, what's your plan for this season? Our week one starter that we feel great about is Brock Purdy. That is not Taylor Heineke's life. That is not Josh Johnson's life anymore. It's not Baker Mayfield's life. It doesn't mean he won't be. Of course he'll be on a roster, and because of quarterback injuries, maybe he'll get an opportunity again. But... There is huge benefit, huge benefit to being the name starter. You get you get all the reps, you get more of you get more rope, all those things. Everyone else they're looking for a reason to take you out again mm-hmm. or to put the other guy back in. And I think he's not going to get the opportunity to be the name starter again. Post. So you this think injury. Trey
0: Lance is going to be the name starter?
2: hundred percent.
0: I'll tell you, it's going to be dangerous as soon as Trey Lance loses a game. Get- and that Brock Purdy, City. Well, no, oh my God. Even
4: if Lance is better in the training camp, but let's say Purdy's not injured, he's fine, but Lance is better in training camp. You still say the four games Trace started, he had one good game, over 100 passer rating. The seven games that Brock started, he had five over 100 yeah. passer rating and 16 touchdowns, three picks in high pressure moments. So. You don't know if Lance, he might look good in practice. What's he going to look like in a game? You know what Purdy looks like in games.
0: Who knows what's going on with Jimmy G? Yeah. Run hey, Jimmy, G the, hey, play <laughs> That's keeps, Jimmy G back on him. He'll play for Washington. He keeps surfacing. So. Yeah, but go ahead. That's Sorry. I I don't Washington
4: mind. might do. Yeah. Uh, no. got some receivers. Yeah. No, check in Jimmy on Jimmy Brady's
0: podcast it. with Jim Gray. Stephen A. Smith was on. Yeah. Uh, here's the GOAT on the 49ers game. Take a listen. Injuries play a role in every game, and they – you know, your margin of error changes quite a bit. Obviously, San Fran had, you know, really no chance to compete yesterday. That was, that was tough just to, you know, see that happen. But and at the same time, it's the reality of the sport. You want to see Brady in San Francisco?
2: Oh, listen, I don't I, – I would like to see I, – I think Trey Lance is – the media doesn't give him the fair shake as far as what it actually was. He played two games his rookie year, played well in one, poorly in the other, and this year he played one game in a monsoon and then got hurt in the first two minutes of the next game. So I don't think we've seen him. Uh, but, if I, but I think Tom Brady needs an all-out frontal assault. To get to San Francisco. Full media push. I think he needs to tell John Lynch, I'll play for the minimum. I think he needs to make (laughs) it clear I want to go home. I think it needs to be like, hey, you can maybe doubt a lot of things about me. Here's what you don't have to doubt that I'm going to get hurt. Never, you know, got hurt once in my entire career ever. Never missed a game otherwise. Well, you haven't seen Shanahan's block. That's what you need. (laughs) Okay, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I think that of all the teams, coach, that need a quarterback. I think the only one that Brady could win, get to a Super Bowl with, is this one. I don't think, I don't think he's a force multiplier anymore except for cerebrally, and I think that the rest of it, you go to the Jets or the Titans or the Raiders, I don't think they can get to a championship. I think the Niners could. I think for Brady, it's the one spot that makes sense. I wouldn't do it if I were the Niners because I'd want to see Trey Lance play, but for Brady, I think it's the only spot he should be targeting.
1: Yeah, I, I think it would be a great ending to a fairy tale career really? for him to go home be able to play for his team. Yeah. I, I do think he'd have to take uh, significantly less money to go there, I would imagine. It'd be a great situation for, for San Francisco in the sense that if they do have the two young quarterbacks, who better to mentor them than them? I don't see a great system fit because Tom's always been a stationary offensive guy where San Francisco is shifting, motioning, multiple formations. So could he
2: do that? Because Shanahan's not going to switch his system. So could Tom do it?
1: Well, could he do it? Yeah. Will that be the best version of Tom? No. If you're going to go get a quarterback who's, who's established and, and who's very effective, you do what they do. Mm-hmm. And then, look, having Brett Favre, we adjusted a lot of things because why go get Brett Favre and ask okay. him to do something he's not good at? He's, he's really good at something. That's what we're gonna do and we're gonna give him the best chance to be successful.
4: I think they should go after him. Because Kyle Shanahan, for all his, you know, we he, all the accolades he gets, he needs a Super Bowl. And I, I'm sure in his mind, he's like, Man, I gotta win a Super Bowl. We saw what happened when he was the O. C with Atlanta and they blew the twenty eight three lead. We saw what happened in twenty nineteen two. when they blew the lead yeah, to the, two. To, blew to, <laughs> to Brady. Right, <laughs> yeah, right, to Brady. right. We saw what happened with the Chiefs. They're mm-hmm. up ten with eight minutes left. It's, I, he seems to get tight at times in big games. Yeah. This Sunday, yeah. You talked about right, not not challenging the Devontae Smith call. So you got that, and this team is built to win. Now, it's not like oh, we got Trey for a while, we got Brock for a while. Kittle's been out for significant parts of a season. Debo, Christian McCaffrey, Christian Bosa. Like, there's no these dudes need to win now. I, and I bet you if Brady went to the Niners, they would be your favorite in the NFC. Would you oh, agree with that? The Niners were my
2: pick in the NFC this year, quarterback unknown. I knew nothing about Trey Lance and picked him to win the NFC because I
4: believed in the system and the talent. I it's just, a one-year thing. Go get him, I think.
0: I don't see it. Uh, <laughs> <Fox> <laughs> Raiders, He's not 49ers, going to so New England. Will you stop Well, it? No, it's, it's, San Francisco is just too far away from everything. That's the truth. Uh, <laughs> not too far the farm, oh, right? Exactly. <laughs> the house that he grew up in. <laughs> yes. yes. What does that have to he do with What is <laughs> stuff there? He <laughs> loves Old West <laughs> <Old laughs> <laughs> New little tidbit on last year's dysfunction in New England from Albert Breer. Belichick was active on the headsets, plural, on game day, having the sort of oversight over the offense that he traditionally had over the defense and moonlighting as a play caller at points. That's nice. Which is why at times calls were late going in and the offense could look messy from an operational standpoint. It was not Mac Jones' fault. That was mine. I added that. <laughs> This is all now fixed, Coach, so don't worry. Since Bill O'Brien is now in New England, but how much blame does Belichick deserve?
1: I love the quote that he was—he uh, had the type of oversight on the offense that he traditionally has in the defense. Well, what did everybody think was happening every other year that Bill had no oversight on the offense? Yeah, that Josh he, was running it. Yeah, I, I mean he—he's he, the type of guy that doesn't like to get involved with anything, like <laughs> you know, I mean? hands the draft, free agency. Offense, defense, special teams—he's completely hands. Can I ask
2: out. a real, a serious question though? When Josh was there, do you think Belichick was hopping on the headset and overruling play calls, or, or, or
1: that? I think if Bill wanted to see something, he was going to see something. If Bill wanted a certain pass play, he was going to get that pass play. If Bill wanted certain plays to be in the offense. They were going to be in the offense. That that's just the way it is, and that's the way it is as a head coach. You you whatever you want to see, you have the right to see. And if the other guys don't like it, then they can go get their own head coaching job. That's just <laughs> the way it works. Oof. Now, but but to get to the whole idea of, of dysfunction, yeah, Bill is responsible because he's the ultimate decision maker, and he tried something unconventional, right. and it didn't work out perfectly by any stretch. But it worked out better than a lot of other teams that, that had traditional offensive coordinators. So there's that. And then remember Mac Jones, your boy? Yeah. Who said it doesn't matter who the offensive coordinator is. He Coach didn't even he didn't he, he didn't, to he didn't even acknowledge the loss of Josh McDaniels, Mick Lombardi, three quarters of the offensive staff. Hated that. He's had he offensive hated coordinators. That. He's had multiple offenses. He's gonna be fine, right? Well, guess what? It it does matter to have some of that experience, what did you, and you were fine. So, What do so, you want him to say? <laughs> Woe is me? I got I, a defensive coordinator. How, I'm how, ruined. About, <laughs> how about appreciating the people that were there? How about appreciating the situation that he walked into as opposed to saying, yeah, it was me. It was, I mean, it was me. Yeah. I mean, you can say Coach it in
4: a way – you can say it in a way that's respectful of the people leaving is what you're saying, right? Yes. Because you can – you know, Absol- you can feel confident in. look, I loved what Josh did. You know, I'm going to miss him. But, hey, I've, I have faith in these guys and I think we'll be fine. Like, you can say it without it coming off as smug and disrespectful. But, look, most of this has to fall on Belichick. Look, for the defense, you got to give him credit. They were able to have a decent year because of him and the defense. Great year. But – He ultimately is the one that hired Patricia and Judge with as bad, look, Patricia and – I don't even have to go into how unqualified they are were to run an offense, okay? But to do it with a second-year quarterback who needed to grow, well, I just think you stunted his growth for a season. He's not ruined, but for a season he was ruined. So I
2: can I show you a different quote from that article, Wilds? Sure. Because to me this was the more galling quote. We can put it up on the screen about why Bill O'Brien was not there initially. It's certainly fair to ask why he didn't just go get O'Brien last year. I'm told the reason he didn't pursue it was out of fear that O'Brien might do well enough in a year to land a head coaching job elsewhere, leaving the Patriots replace a coordinator two years in a row. I, so, Wilds, I got a question. I do You I remember don't. eight years ago when I walked into your office in New York City tried to get you to put me on television, and you kind of laughed at me and kicked me out? That wasn't was that was that, because, was that because you got a feeling in that meeting, you're like, this guy is so good. He's going to leave my show in a year, and I'm only going to be able to have this talent? Or was it because? because? Because you thought it was the wrong idea. Because that is the most ludicrous reasoning for not hiring someone. It's going to work out so well that I I don't want to get married because I might one day get divorced. What makes you
4: think that quote is valid? Right. It's so ludicrous I don't believe it. Oh, I hate oh. to I, I question of report. Okay,
2: well, they are not told by who? I am okay. told
4: by who? Well, hold on. By Bill? Here's,
2: here's the reason none of <laughs> who, who told Coach me? hates anonymous <laughs> sources. I, I was
1: told by my psychic that <laughs> okay.
2: but hold on get a... Here's the thing, Coach. So e- the reason that I would think that that might be valid, not just because it's being reported, is because why didn't he just hire Bill O'Brien? It was loyalty to Saban. Saban so that's the other uh, thing. I
0: need I need Bob here one more year. Okay, well then. But okay, we'll get you next year when we have all the cap All right. Space. Well, all then, good. then to answer the question, Wilds, then it does circle back to Belichick because if
2: Belichick, with respect to the six rings and eight, if you include the Giants, all of it, if the ego has gotten to a place where he's like, after getting waxed in the playoffs in year year one of his quarterback, he's like, well. Do I need to do the very best things possible for this team this year? Or can I scotch tape it with guys who used to work for me and my kids and that'll be fine? If that's where we're at, that's a
1: problem. I, I just don't know of any time where Bill was ever like, I'm going to do the worst thing I can do for the team. Every decision that the guy makes, and you may agree with him or disagree with him, and look, he and I have had a few disagreements, <laughs> but they're always done in, for the best interest of the team. And he makes a lot of hard decisions that other people won't make in the best interest of the team. But don't you think this just smacked of arrogance, though? Yes. Like, I,
4: I, I know more than everybody else. And granted, he's got the six rings. He's the GOAT and all that. I, but still, this was like – this was a terrible decision to go get well, Patricia. Yeah. I mean, you just, uh, you
2: just surround yourself with your friends and relatives and put them in positions of power. Tell the Ottoman Empire fell, guys. That's a true story. No one cares. No one cares. Yes, it is.
0: No one cares. It's true story. Hey, well, Watch nice our ratings. Nice wow, ratings <laughs> spike. Yeah, I loved when Nick talked about the <laughs> Ottoman <raiding> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <other laughs> Empire. i sports show. Let me I look that up. LeBron next. The Real box. sports. <laughs> <laughs> Lakers in Brooklyn last night. No KD, AD, Ben or LeBron. Clutch clients. Nice. Switch. So Kyrie put on a show. 26-7-6 and six in a win. Here's what he had to say about his old teammate after the game. I've been quoted on saying it's, it's hard to be LeBron James or any superstar in any entertainment sport, uh, athletic or business industry, because um, all eyes are on you. Um, but he's handled it extremely well. We gave the keys to the whole entire business, to an 18-year-old kid, and now he's 38 years old and he's still dominating. I don't think we should be surprised. I think we should congratulate him and celebrate him as much as possible. Um, continue to... Um, you know, enjoy the shows that he put on because it's not going to be for too much longer. I thought that was just an excellent soundbite from Kyrie. What was your reaction?
4: It was nice. I mean, and I think Kyrie certainly meant well, but we should be surprised. I mean, Hmm. uh, nobody in their 20th season, no matter how hard LeBron worked, and obviously that's paying off right now. But, Nick, no one could have foreseen that in his 20th year he's averaging 30 points a game. I mean, so, so that should be a surprise no matter how hard he worked. But here's what I'll say about Kyrie. I, I think Nick he just realizes, and we saw it last year yep. when he kind of wanted to play with the Lakers and LeBron again, but he is seems to have realized how good he had it with LeBron, and he realized it in Boston when he had, couldn't lead that team, yep. and obviously all the struggles in Brooklyn. Kyrie, I don't, I don't think you guys agree. To me, easy Hall of Famer. All right, eight time All Star, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame, and I think he's going to be somewhat, somewhat iconic because of the ball-handling drills oh, and, and a great the great individual play. And the shot the he shot hit to win I mean, the finals. Yep. But had he stayed with LeBron, Nick, I certainly believe they win at least one more title together. And he would have been, now they wouldn't have won six like Jordan Pippen, but maybe like Malone and Stockton, Jordan and Pippen. It would have been LeBron and Kyrie, even more so than LeBron and Wade or LeBron and Wade and Bosh. And and Kyrie would have been celebrated even more. And, and he would have been celebrated like you think, obviously, LeBron and whoever the sidekick is, the sidekick's getting short shrift. But because of Kyrie's exciting style of play, because he hit that one big yep. shot and, and was just as much of a closer on that team, if not more than LeBron, like he would have really gotten a lot of great publicity from that. And he would have certainly, Nick, been on that top seventy-five team. Oh, I agree. So and, and I, because, I think and because
2: while that. listen, Kyrie has not succeeded at all in the postseason since he left LeBron, but it's not because the moment's too big for him. You know what I mean? So right. he would have been on the right. biggest stage, and so so I want to talk about LeBron this season momentarily, and then the big picture thing. So this season, you mentioned he's averaging thirty points. He's thirty-nine and seven on better than fifty percent. So the only guys in the league giving you 27, seven and seven are Luca and LeBron. The only guys in the league giving giving you 26, six and six are Luca, LeBron, and Steph. He KD and you. I know. Oh, the numbers are inflated. That's fine, but they're inflated for everybody, right? right? right. Durant's exactly. giving you 37 and five and has played one less game than LeBron. Now LeBron, Durant's doing it at historic efficiency. Oh, Nick, but they're not winning. That ain't on LeBron, and I can prove it to you. So when LeBron's on the court, they have a better net rating than the Milwaukee Bucks. When he's off the court, they have a worse net rating than the Hornets. So when he's on the court, they're excellent. When he's off the court, they die as they did last night. But that isn't the real story about LeBron this year. The real story about LeBron this year is that graphic in the top right-hand corner. And this is where, Wilds, you're going to have to show me that little smile emoji because I'm going to get angry. Why? Not at you guys, but at... The media writ large, because there was more god dog hype and discussion and and flowers when Steph Curry was about to break Ray Allen's three point record.
0: We were tuning into that.
2: And that was a that's, that was a that's, daily. That's Could he hit sixteen threes tonight? No, he can't. You're right. And
4: then <laughs> come into the garden.
2: Come into the was garden. The, then true. and that was a record that we knew. Forever was going to be broken, inevitably, and broken after Steph breaks it. No one might break Steph's part of it, but more people breaking Ray Allen's record. LeBron is breaking a record, about to. I'll give you the full list of people who have held this all-time scoring record. Apologies, more than half the photos are in black and white because that's who the, the players who've held it. That's Joe Foulkes, George Mikan, Dolph Shays, Bob Pettit, Wilt, Kareem and about LeBron Wilt broke the record on Valentine's Day 1966 Kareem broke the record in April of 84 so he's held the record for longer than LeBron's been alive and people are now trying to retcon the idea that oh yeah this was inevitable we always knew LeBron would get there no they didn't so what do you want us to do? We've got a graphic uh, on the top right of the screen. I would like the basketball, the, the basketball media, to reconcile the fact that a lot of their long-standing LeBron James takes and opinions have been so utterly debunked by his continued play to open the at least open the aperture enough mm-hmm. to have the conversation of okay even if he doesn't get to six rings, at some point is the basketball life great enough that we can, our own childhood nostalgia be damned, have the conversation about is he the greatest player ever? And Brew, I'm not talking about you when I say check, because I think you are open to that conversation. I don't think you're a count the rings guy. I think you believe Jordan was better and you have your reasons for it. We disagree on it, but you don't think it's an impossibility. And the fact that I don't know. I mean, Wilds, do you agree with me that there was more hype surrounding Steph breaking yeah, we that record? In, we were there in, was.
0: we were into Steph. So why I, do it you think ramp that up? is? I well, I think that we're far, we're sneaky far away right now. I think well, it will ramp up in these next few games when we get down to the can-he or can't-he. Remember Steph kept flirting with it. That's why. It wasn't one day, so there was a a, a more of a narrative. But do you
2: not think this should have been more of a season-long celebratory march especially because he's doing it while
4: playing at an all
0: nba level honestly but you know the losses are clouding everything
4: i think the losses are hurting nick and and also and look obviously it should be way more celebrated than steph breaking the three-point record all right however this is not a record as impressive as it is for lebron to get it this is it's like the it's more like the nfl rushing record all time that emmett smith has than the Major League Baseball home run record. Oh, really? Like like that, if you break the home run record in baseball, it is everybody's into well, it. So does the NBA
2: it. not have a great record
4: then? I don't think this, like, Carl Malone is third. I He's not even in a discussion for a top ten player. So I think people, it will be a great accomplishment, so, but I don't good. think anybody's looking at it like, this means LeBron's the greatest ever when he gets well, this can record. Can I say something Kobe. real quick? I, here's where I
2: vehemently disagree with you. If the late, great Kobe Bryant, were approaching this record, it would have been celebrated and treated as if it is the golden ore of the NBA record books, and it is. And I don't think you guys can deny that. That if this were Kobe approaching this record, that it would have been treated like, oh my God, Kobe Bryant is going to become the all-time leading scorer. There was more hype surrounding Kobe passing Michael on the scoring list. Than there
4: has been about Michael passing Kareem on the all-time I list. I wouldn't go that far. I, I, I would because I mean it's not like I mean you're right. It hasn't been this wonderful countdown to win. LeBron passes passes Kareem, but there's a lot of articles. There's a lot of talk. I don't know if football is getting in the way for some people, but well, probably, I, I don't think it's that bad. I maybe a know. little bit.
0: Can I tell you something that's really flying under the radar tonight? LeBron is going to jump to. People on the all-time assist list. We've never talked about it. Mm-hmm. He's going to pass Mark Jackson and Steve Nash. So basically, at the end of tonight, if he has a good game, he'll be fourth. Stockton, kid, Paul, and then LeBron. I thought this was shocking. That that, that yeah. all was like no one is talking about yeah, this. So he, great passer, great score. It's You know, and listen, he'll,
2: the the Stockton. By the way, the John Stockton Nobody's steals and it. steals <laughs> too. Right, right. His steals and assist numbers are cartoonish, but you don't have anybody else that's in the top 20 of both lists. Right. Except for I think Oscar might be. But then and after Oscar, I don't think there's anybody else in the top 25. Russell Westbrook maybe can end with you know in the top 15 of both. It is, but it, there is an element of if you are passing all these milestones while you're in a lesser phase of your career – it to me is, and I understand he's not still the old LeBron. Right. But to be to passing these milestones while you are still unquestioned, one of the 10 best players in the league, yeah. is unprecedented, and I think you become a victim of your own greatness. You know what, Dusty? Call the credit. trumpet guys. Oh, yeah. Call ah, the trumpet guys. We, we can say
0: no gonna. one else does. That's
4: we right. Can. Let's get yeah. the, you know right. what like that.
0: Let's splurge for a he French is the horn. the king. We're going to get a French <laughs> horn. As, well. as Mahomes already an all-time great, we celebrate Ooh. Mahomes' greatness. Next, first things first. <laughs> Arrowhead Remote. Invitational Aftermath. That pass was so good. Chiefs GM Brett Veach weighed in on oh, dog, Mahomes' legacy. Let's take a listen. He's incredible, and then,
2: I mean, people don't realize how hurt he was. Um, I mean, we all saw the injury. I mean, it was... I mean, high ankles are, are terrible injuries, and sometimes guys miss two, three weeks, and he was out there and running for a first down and, or a, a big play in the game that got us in field range, and obviously with the, with the late hit there that put us in range. But, um, you know, it just adds to his late, already great legacy.
0: Damn straight. Here's his legacy. No swearing on the show. <laughs> uh, made the AFC Championship, won the Super Bowl, Coach, if you saw this. We're not putting losing the Super Bowl or losing the AFC Championship. Oh, We're putting made in AFC. It's, it's, like, how I, it's like how I Nick made a Sis fight Dibble, downtown.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, that is not.
0: I made I made an appearance <laughs> in a bar fight. It didn't end well. AFC, but I made yeah. an appearance. Yeah. Hmm. In any event. Yeah. Uh, Put Tom Izzo in uh, the Hall Super of Fame Bowl. for
2: Final Four. How, so how much Mahomes did performance uh, affect his legacy? All right, Coach, here's the deal. He's already one of the five greatest quarterbacks ever, and I can prove it to you. I think you're going to agree with me at the end of this. I know you always have been said I'm a little too early on these things, but I wasn't too early on him. So what has he done in the postseason as far as all-time rankings? Well, on a per-game basis, we can show it to you right now. I think we can. He's the greatest playoff quarterback ever. He's, if, you, if he was just third in everything, you might be like, well, show me who the two guys are. The different names you could make. He's first in everything. Okay, what about the regular season, where you have an even larger sample size? Oh, okay, he's still first in everything, too. So then, who are the best quarterbacks ever? Can I interest you in a quarterback pyramid, Coach? Sure. Okay, here we go. <laughs> these are all Hall of Famers. We'll start on the—we got 21 guys on here. We'll start on the bottom rung. All of these guys are great players, but I wouldn't call them legendary players, except for maybe Warren Moon because of the components of his career. But those are great players. I know how much you respect Big Ben, all of them. Next row, I'm going to admit, except for Terry Bradshaw, I haven't even seen clips of these guys. Everyone says Johnny Unitas and Sammy Ball were unbelievable. Bradshaw's uh, winning and stars' legacies speak for itself. And Otto Graham, I'm not certain he actually existed, but Peter King <laughs> swears he did, so we're putting him on there. Now, Seven the, now the top ten. These guys right here are league MVPs, all of them except for Stalock. At least one championship for all of them. Super Bowl MVPs and, to me, unquestioned legendary players. And I think Mahomes is better than all those guys. And now we get to the top six. So Elway, Mahomes, Marino. I I believe Mahomes is the best of these three. I don't think there's actually really a case for Marino over him. I'll listen to the case for Elway over him, even if I disagree with it. And then the top 3 to me are pretty undeniable, Manning, Montana, and then of course Brady number 1. Mahomes can catch everyone on this list except for Tom Brady in 10 days in my opinion. Mm. I think he already is number 5 all time. Did I make a compelling can't enough can't case wait to for hear this? the coach?
1: You did. I mean, I I typically love pyramids filled with guys you've never seen clips of. Okay, well, I... <laughs> I, 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 I <laughs> There's so, a whole row of a pyramid well, that you admit you never seen anything they
2: did. I wasn't alive for the Civil War. I could write a paper on it. <laughs> yeah, you
1: could maybe watch a yeah, yeah. clip of... A <laughs> clip?
2: microfiche <laughs> to go see Sammy Baugh. Go ahead.
1: No, look, you you make a very compelling argument, and and I'm not surprised that your argument centers around pushing Mahomes up as quickly as you possibly can to be on the top of the pyramid, and I really respect the fact that you acknowledge he can never catch the guy. No,
2: I didn't say never. I said not soon. Not soon. I, I didn't say never catch Brady, but go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: So you think at some point he'll be able to catch Brady? Yeah, I
2: don't I listen, I'm not into just counting the rings. So yeah, I think I think Patrick Mahomes could end up being considered by the majority of people the greatest player ever even if he only gets to four Super Bowl or wins four Super Bowls. I think depending on what he does over the course of his career, I don't think we always simply say that the guy with the most championships right. is the best.
1: And and look, I I think that this past game helps his legacy because the way that he played with the injury that he had was extremely impressive and very hard to do. I wonder now, what will his legacy be if he doesn't win the Super Bowl this year? Well, so, How much will this game be discounted if next right. the next game, let's say they, you know... Oh, I think
2: that's true. If they lose, I don't think he can be hurt. I don't think he should be able to be hurt by losing a Super Bowl more than if he had lost this game. What if they
1: lose badly?
2: Well, I, listen, I, I, I think getting to a Super Bowl is an accomplishment, but, but to your point... If they had won it last year, the Bills game becomes one of the most legendary games ever. Mm -hmm. But because they didn't finish it off, it's just like a great game that kind of, I think, will get lost to history to a degree as opposed to a championship-saving moment. Well, I
1: think this performance will be the same way if they don't win the Super Bowl. Right.
4: I I agree with you, Nick, that he's top five. I don't think if they win this Super Bowl, he certainly doesn't pass Brady. I don't think he passes Montana. 4-0 in the Super Bowls and his number's the T D to interceptions were just phenomenal in, in the Super Bowl runs. Manning, who's probably other the best regular season quarterback ever, I think. I don't know if he passed Peyton, even though Peyton's only got two Super Bowl, not only, but two Super Bowls and one he wasn't the driving force.
1: Okay. Hey, but And Manning too had the problem he had to get through New England every year. Yeah <laughs> fair. Gonna, that's fair, hard to do. Fair.
4: <laughs> but um this game, look, legacies aren't just counting uh, how many rings, how many accomplishments you have. They are moments. Part of Jordan's legacy is the 63 points against Boston, even though they lost. Sure. The shot against Cleveland, right? Um, part of LeBron's legacy is the chase down block. Like, you need moments where we just remember those great games. And this was one of those moments for him. And to your point, Coach, if they win the Super Bowl, this moment gets bigger. If they lose it, I think it will be a little overlooked, like last year's game, until he wins, until he wins more Super Bowls. Because yeah. like Jordan didn't, they lost that series. I think they got swept by yeah, Boston. Of course, no, they got but swept But because he year. went on and won more ca- championships, yep. that can, now becomes a huge part of his legacy, and I think it'll be the can, same. for Can I home. add
2: one small point? Yes, please. That pyramid, though, even if you disagree with some of the, we would rearrange it a bit, to me also illustrates how laughable the Mahomes versus Allen, Mahomes versus Burrow conversation is. How many rows down that pyramid do we have to build it out before right now, this moment, Josh Allen or Joe Burrow are on there? That was, that was six rows, 21 guys. We gotta go 11 rows. We're going to go 13 rows? How's
0: the math work the, for
2: well, you, you, know, <laughs> you just add 8, then 9, then 10. But it was never a debate,
0: but it was had everywhere but on this okay. show. Just for the record, if uh, Jalen Hurts wins the Super Bowl, they'll be tied at one Super Bowl win apiece. Okay. Oh, and they'll wow. be undefeated. Oh, That's wow. just the math, correct, Dusty? <laughs> Double check <laughs> just, that. Just Get the repeated. facts. We're talking Aaron Rodgers, but if I'm wrong, one, let me know. One, yep. uh, Aaron Rodgers went on to McAfee, and he provided the world with more content Whether you like it or not. It sounds like there's already conversations going on that aren't involving me, which are interesting. (laughs) When I make up my mind, one way or another, you guys in the Packers, not in that order, will know at some point. Nick, Mm -hmm. always insightful. Yeah. What was your take on his latest decrees?
2: You seem over and annoyed with the Aaron Rodgers saga. How do you think the people in Green Bay feel? He's just a whole franchise that theoretically has to wait on pins and needles to know whether or not this guy's retiring when we all know he's not retiring. <laughs> he's not going to be like, hey, here's $60 million, and he it. says no. And while he negotiated a lot of provisions in that contract, a no-trade clause wasn't one of them. And if you don't negotiate, I'm sure, that i am I shouldn't say I'm sure, I am nearly sure the Packers would have said, would have given him a no-trade clause in order to not pay him quite so much money. Like, Aaron, we can give you this much money, or we can give you a little bit less, and you can have a no-trade clause. He didn't get a no-trade clause. So that means the team can then trade you, especially when you are coming off your worst year of your career, when you can't beat the Lions in your stadium to make the playoffs. And you're kind of a pain at this, a bit of a pain. So I just, uh, I, I, I mean, Rodgers has earned a lot, but he has not earned the right to dictate what the Packers want to do with their team's future. And I know you think they should keep him, but he doesn't get to make that call.
1: Well, here's what I'd say is when when you're not in the playoffs and, and you have an organization, the organization starts talking about the next season, and they go through a process of like, Hmm, I wonder what personnel we need to add. I wonder, what, and remember he wanted personnel decisions, so they're probably talking about that too, Aaron. And I know you want to be involved with, with that as well. And they they've got a plan for all the different contingencies. And as much as you want it to be on on his timeline, they don't know what he's going to do because he hasn't been communicating with them either. So, therefore, they've got to discuss those things. It's not a personal affront to him. It's just the natural process of the way things work. But he's acting like it's a personal affront. I mean, God forbid
4: the front office talk about a player on their team without that player being there. I mean, it happens all the time. That's part of your job. And then he's got time to talk to Pat McAfee. Good for McAfee every week. But you can't pick up the phone and talk to the Packers? You know, so this whole thing, I mean... It's just ridiculous, and he's – I don't know if he's almost trying to play the victim role. Well, he know, said but specifically – That I'm he not, wouldn't I, if he gets yeah, traded, right? They wouldn't be a victim. victim but he's here. saying things that almost make him seem like a victim in his mind.
0: Well, that's our, that's our update. We'll be back with more Aaron Rodgers news every week. <laughs> <laughs> June when we uh, decide to make a movie. Oh, that's the Prince's music. Oh. Why is he replacing Mahomes in the Pro Bowl? Not in your heart. Oh, well, Next, I mean, First Things First. Do you not know anything about Royal lineage? Congratulations Literally to how it the works. Perks. Welcome back to Five Minutes of Fire. That means it's a hot topic. Patrick Mahomes out of the Pro Bowl. Josh Allen is hurt slash golfing. So here are the replacements. Trevor Lawrence... Teamless Derek Carr and loudly checks notes for effect. Tyler Huntley, okay, who played six games <laughs> through Torley touchdowns and had three interceptions. Yeah, I'm not ruling out some typo. <laughs> congratulations, <laughs> Tyler. But mm-hmm. Nick, congratulations to the prince. Well, as yeah. Well. I mean, listen. As
2: has happened all throughout history, mostly European history at times. Oh, no. Oh. The king is unavailable for duty. And so the prince steps in in his stead. So the king of the NFL, Patrick Mahomes, not available. I'm
0: watching documentaries. So the,
2: the prince never. steps in yeah. and fills PBS. in for him valiantly, as I'm sure he will. So Trevor Lawrence, I mean, it's Trevor
4: Lawrence in that flag being there. flag football game, right? exactly,
2: Yeah, whatever it is, <laughs> Trevor Lawrence being there makes sense. I have a serious opinion on this, though, Okay. Huh. Because when it comes to Hall of Fame stuff, all decade stuff, I think people do cursor in a kind of cursory way look at total Pro Bowls. If you have to fill out a roster, so be it. I do not think you should be able. You should be called a Pro Bowler if you were not on the initial team. Agree. Whether you have the top, you know, three quarterbacks. Because just in the last few years, we have had Mitch Trubisky, yep. Mac. Jones and Tyler Huntley make Pro Bowls as deep alternates <laughs> and it's laughable. And Fine, yeah, it would apply to Trevor here, but it wouldn't look ridiculous in the long term because he'll make some more. These guys, you, you want to then participate so you have the rosters fine, but those guys shouldn't get Pro Bowl on their resume. Just like a seat filler should not be able to be like, hey, I was at the Oscars as a nominee. No, you you weren't. Like, no.
4: Because what it does is belittled the honor. Correct. All right, Greg Jennings, obviously our our guy Greg Jennings, I believe a two-time Pro Bowler. We look back at that like, you know what, during his era, at least for a few years, he was one of the best receivers in the league. Okay, when you see somebody, like, with all due respect, I I think Tyler Huntley is like, what? (laughs) Really? Like, (laughs) Praise the Lord. I mean, no way he should have been on this team. And this just belittles the guys that do make it and makes us feel like, a uh, pro bowler, you know, I mean, no, I'm not even trying to be funny, but Mac Jones what about is a Mac rookie. Jones, pro bowler? and and Mac Pro bowler? Huntley. Mac Jones, you mean? Yeah, it, you yeah, yeah, yeah okay. I do. I mean, this belittles it. Jones? I don't think a pro bowler the same, and, and this before Huntley made it. And Jacoby Brissett should have been on it before Huntley. I agree Huntley. with that. I'm but
1: just saying. It's, a, it's not even a pro Bowl. It's like Battle of the Network Stars now, isn't it? Yeah. And, what, Trevor Lawrence is undefeated in Cornhole on Saturday, so he got voted in <laughs>
2: by his oh, peers. By the
1: way, what no are they doing? undefeated,
2: unfortunately. But it,
1: no, on I'm saying Cornhole, oh, okay, yeah. he still is. And, and <laughs> uh, what, what else are they doing? It's like putt-putt, Cornhole, yeah, uh, yeah jumping jacks. I, mean, I like this, it. It's so far removed from what the Pro Bowl was supposed to be. And, and when you get to layers of voting like this, it, it does to some degree, take away from the honor of the guys who throughout the course of the season really shined.
0: I felt like these were all takes trying to disparage Mac Jones. Pro Bowler Mac Jones, that is. Uh And guess what? And Al Pacino wasn't night. the first pick for The Godfather, but you know what? He was in it, and he did great. <laughs> no one's like, well, Jack Nicholson really was in that role. He wasn't. He turned it down, so then Al Pacino got to be in The Godfather. And just for the record, uh-huh. Trevor Lawrence and Mac Jones are now tied with one Pro Bowl apiece. Can we look at their resumes? Oh, and wow. we don't even have, we just have rock and roll music. Good old American rock and roll oh, for Mac Jones. Wow, 16 wins. Bro. Do you like fantasy football? Why are you more of a wins okay. guy? I'm you know weird. what? I you like to like win. Wild. Thank you. I don't need this Trevor Lawrence graphic behind me when I'm talking. I'm Mac Jones. Completion percentage better. Pass. What are you Max doing here? Well, I'm just, I'm What's just your giving, point? I'm ge- what are you even trying to show? You're saying Max better than Trevor Lawrence. Yes. Thank you. That's what the That's facts what say. Saying? Two
2: that- Pro Bowlers. <laughs> this is such. A con job by Kevin Wilds. I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna break, what do you call it? The fourth wall? Yes, you call it the fourth wall. I I was adamant that this was a dumb topic. I'm like, we're all just gonna say Pro Bowl alternates is dumb, and we're all just gonna be like, why is Tyler Huntley there? But we don't wanna be mean to Tyler Huntley, it's not his fault. And Wilds was like, no. Put it in the show. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe we talk about Josh Allen or something. He's like, no. I demand it be in the show when he got a little fresh with Hubs on the call. Like, make the call, Hubs. Make it you know, like, Sophie's choice between my opinion and opinion. And Hubs, of course, knows where his bread is buttered and picked your topic. And you did the whole thing. So you could talk about Mac Jones, who this year evidently wasn't as good as Tyler Huntley because I don't see Mac Jones in this Pro Bowl,
0: think, saying he's better than Trevor Lawrence? I think it should be like the heavyweight championship belt. You should have to be take it from me. <laughs> if it's a tie, you
1: <laughs> that, You know the, what? That's, that's part that's, of the Pro Bowl this year. They're going to yeah, have that. Fantastic. Right, right, right. And and that's nice that's
0: five minutes of fire. That's, I told you, what <laughs> segment? Will LeBron put on a show at MSG? Yes. I got to buy tickets. Like $400. <laughs> Next. we're going to be first. in the house. Russ versus Kyrie here. You know what? Appreciate the enthusiasm and the creativity. Didn't work, still liked it. 17, 8, and 10 for Russ, but the Lakers lost and not good enough for a medal.
2: Bronze medal, Dame time, 42 and 6 in a win over the Hawks, 129-125. Good to see Dame back on the medal stand. Still, he's been really great ever since Patrick Beverly mocked him like a doofus. Really Bronze, yeah. Silver medal. Chef Curry, 38-8-12 and 12 for Bruce's favorite team come. that is, you know, scraping Here above they 500. Come. And then a gold medal. The best player in the Western Conference, the second best player in the world, and the number one draft pick of guys you don't want to trash talk as an anonymous assistant coach because he will eviscerate you like he did FC Madrid so many times. Luka Doncic. 53-8-5 and and a win over the Detroit Pistons. They're, they're,
0: what? Why? Wow. played for Real was Madrid. Yeah, exactly. That was, Madrid? Yeah, that was their rival. Was it really? Yeah. It's like Atletico Madrid? Exactly, Madrid. yeah. I don't know if that's true, but I'll double-check it. Okay. There's huge news coming out of the NFL. Schefter reporting. Sean Payton headed to Denver. Meanwhile, I'm still talking over the Luka graphic. <laughs> Denver and the Saints have been discussing two potential packages for Sean Payton. It looks like they're going with the first one which is Denver's 2023 first round pick. Mm -hmm. Also, yeah.
1: What's, what's well, I, I, got, I got a
0: different tweet. I'm sorry. No, we got a lot of tweets. Yeah, sorry. Next year's second-round pick for Peyton and the Saints 2024. Third. Yeah, Nick, your immediate reaction.
2: Okay, so the, the, it seemed a little complicated and it just happened, so we weren't able to show it to you. The Broncos are getting Sean Payton and a third-round pick from the Saints. The Saints are getting a first-round pick from the Broncos this year and a second-round pick from the Broncos next year. If people are confused, wait, how do the Broncos have any picks? They got a first-round pick when they traded Bradley Chubb. From Miami, I believe it's San Francisco's. So that's the compensation factor. So the Broncos, obviously, are not going to be able to replenish their players players through the top of the draft anytime soon. They're doing this, though, I think because they feel like they have to pull out all stops to see if they can get the Russell Wilson they think they traded for. I don't know that 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 player still exists. Brew, you know that I was skeptical of Russ at the end of his tenure in Seattle when the numbers might have been something, but I thought I test wise wasn't six. the same. But the only hope they have is that Sean Payton, who has dealt with an undersized quarterback before in Drew Brees, you know, Hall of Fame partnership, they can do it. So I get why they're doing it. He was the best coach available. I don't think this fixes Russ though.
4: What? If you listen closely, you can hear sizzling. Sizzling that's Russ starting to cook I love it, oh my God. I love it, look, and I know I think Sean Payton, as a very good coach, is a tad overrated he hadn't won since twenty nineteen right has three straight seven and nine years, but you said it, Nick, to get Russell was uh, they have no choice but to hire somebody with a proven track record or working with quarterbacks, and obviously this is for Russ. They got the good defense, very good defense, Coach. They got some receivers. Javante Williams will be back. If he can fix Russ, which I think he can. I don't know if he'll be Seattle Russ, but I think he can get close. Then I like Denver to do some things next year.
1: Yeah, I don't think that's that's Russ sizzling. I think that's Russ maybe starting to de-thaw a little bit. (laughs) He was so cold. It was was so disappointing that you have to go to the other extreme. So they had a rookie head coach. Extremely inexperienced. We saw all the problems with that. So to be able to go get Sean, and, and hopefully he can come in and, and provide some guidance, not just for the offense, but some guidance for Russ to get back to any trace of, of where he was because they're into him for, for, for so long. It is a very different offensive system than Russ has been well, So that's what I was going to
2: ask you. Earlier we were talking about Brady and that if Brady goes somewhere to get the most out of him, you want to run his system. It, when you're coming, if you're – coming off the season Russ is, does that prevent him from being able to kind of say, hey, this is what yes, I want to run? Absolutely, yes. So, Sean, so, that is, yeah, so Sean's going to come in, you would imagine, and say, this is the offense we're running.
1: I, I would imagine Sean, Sean's a veteran enough coach to know that he, there may be some things Russ can't do well, so he's not going to force him to do those things. But this, to me, is going to be more of a fusion of what uh, of what he does and what Russ does well, to try to get some semblance of offensive production out, out of
4: Russell. You know what, guys, remember this. Go. Peyton had Jameis Winston in the Dark Horse MVP. That's no. true. That's so, true. So I, I mean, I'm just saying, he's going I think he's gonna get the best of Russ. Whatever's true. left
0: in Russ, he'll get it out of He there. had a lot of opportunities to take a lot of jobs. He could have sat this one out and waited for more jobs, and he said, you know what? Just like you, but uh, just like the Bud list. Told Russ, I believe in you.
2: They act, next thing you know. I also probably believe in like what, what do you think this is, mate? like close to like $200 million? Well, <laughs> hey. You probably
0: believe in that be too. a ton of money. I <laughs> believe that. Yeah,
4: I probably <laughs>
2: believe in that. Colleague <laughs> with us here at Fox. I'm yeah. very
3: happy for him. Yeah. Still Get is for bro. Absolutely.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. We'll see you tomorrow.
3: I'm Speak up next.